What's going on, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Ethan and Terry Show, a podcast dedicated to covering and tackling the latest in sports and entertainment. It's your boy Ethan, aka Easy Pull Up. Here are my guy Terry Jenkins Jr. for episode number 64. Let's shout out to all of our first time viewers and listeners, who was our last time viewers and listeners. Be sure you like, comment, share, subscribe to the pod, leave us a rating and review, and let us know how we're doing. Uh, without further ado, Terry, let's get into it. I know it's late where you are. It's getting late where I am. <laughs> um, let's, let's go ahead and talk about the NFL wild card weekend, bro. Playoffs are here, man. Super excited about it. Um, it was such a dramatic finish, and, and honestly, I can't think of any better way uh, that the playoffs could come about. Coming off of what happened last weekend, Steelers getting in, the Colts choked, <laughs> somehow let the Jaguars beat them. Uh, and then, you know, two bitter division rivals, right, with the Chargers and the Raiders, that game almost came to a t- almost ended in a tie. Mm-hmm. If that would have happened, then the Steelers wouldn't have, wouldn't have made it. But nevertheless, man, we're here now. We're here now. Terry, let's go ahead and just break down the, uh, the, the games that are on the docket for this weekend, bro. Uh, let's start it off, man, with Pittsburgh and Kansas City. Terry, here we are now, man. Big Ben, he has one more week. You know what I'm saying? You live to play another Sunday. But, yeah. but coming into this wild card weekend, Terry, is not looking good. Kansas City, obviously the heavy favorite. Bro, what's your take on this game? I'm taking Kansas City. Yeah. Just straight up take Kansas City. Um, I did take the Pittsburgh Steelers. They were kind of like my early, when I say super, I'm talking about super duper, duper 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 early pick to actually go to the Super Bowl this year. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I'm picking Kansas City. I mean, who wouldn't? Kansas City, and where's a big band? They're just gonna go out there and play and have fun. So, what, yeah. What would you? <laughs> what would you say? And honestly, I, I really, I really hate that I didn't turn my phone on uh, on silent because it picked up the ESPN uh, notification in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Hope we don't get that cease and desist. But um, but, but Terry, what's what's one thing? What's one thing, bro, that you think? that Pittsburgh has at least going for them going into this game, right? Like what, I mean, obviously Kansas City being the heavy favorite, Pittsburgh doesn't really have an edge. Um, I mean, the defense, they, they do what they can, right? But the offense just doesn't really seem to be there right now, especially compared to what Kansas City is going to throw at them defensively. And of course, as long, exactly. as, long as, with Mahomes, as long as Mahomes is on the field, they're going to make, they're going to make magic happen. But I mean, do you think, you think that maybe Najee Harris getting going early? Do you think that can kind of like give them some much, much needed momentum on the offensive side? Um, if we're talking about offensive side of the ball, you're exactly right. I mean, you need Najee Harris to do something. Like you, you gotta have him to at least touch the ball thirty plus times. He's gonna have to at least have a hundred and twenty to a hundred and sixty seventy yards for them to even make it competitive. Mm-hmm. He has to be the first round draft pick that they draft for him. Um, for them to be able to stay in this game. But I, when you mentioned like what factor though to me most, and again, I, you heard what I said about Najee Harris, but a factor that weighs even heavier on this game for Pittsburgh to Najee Harris, in my opinion, is going to be T.J. Watt. Yeah, T.J. Watt is one of the best edge rushers in the league. Period. Um, man, out over twenty plus sacks this year. He's been going like just crazy, just berserk. The last few games I've been tuning into just because the Steelers have needed to win the game. And he sets the momentum for that team. He changes things for that team. 
every sack he get, or is it some regular sack, or if it's a strip, strip fumble sack, he sets the momentum for that entire team. So TJ Watt, if he comes out early and he's able to get pressure on Patrick Mahomes, like they need to get pressure on Patrick Mahomes and actually steal a few possessions from the Kansas City Chiefs, keeping the ball, you know, in Ben's hands, um, to be honest with you, more like Najee Harris' hands or legs, if you will. Yeah. If they do that, then they have a chance to compete and make this a close game to where maybe if it comes down to one drive, Ben has enough magic in a tank to lead them to a win. Uh, and and that, that sounds lovely. Ethan, that sounds great. It sounds like perfect, perfect. Um, sports movie, yeah, but but I don't think it's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm just uh, being honest with well, you. Well, well, give me the score. What you got? Um, I have Kansas City thirty-one, and the Pittsburgh still is thirteen. You know what? I'm 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 right there with you. I got Kansas City thirty-two, Pittsburgh seventeen. I had to go ahead and make a note of that, bro, so we can reference this <laughs> in in the next episode. All right, man. Let, let's get into all right, man, your beloved New England Patriots and the mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills, division rivals, part three of this, man, settling the score. They're at Buffalo. I, what, it's going to be like, what, zero degrees? Feels like negative yeah. six. You know what I mean? True January weather up in Buffalo, New York. Terry, man, who you got, man? This can go either way. Everyone, and I mean everyone in the entire world, knows that I am the biggest Pats fan there is. But I'm going to keep my bias to the side for this game. And I'm going to go and pick the Buffalo Bills. I have to, Ethan. I'm be honest with you, I have to. And the biggest reason not being our defense, which kind of has been kind of questionable these last few weeks. Only, I mean, if you look at the game from a broad perspective, you'll question our defense. But the truth is, Mac Jones has thrown four interceptions in the last two games. Mac Jones has looked like a rookie in the last four games. And we all know how it is. You want to go into the playoffs playing your best football, not your worst football. There's two quarterbacks in this playoffs who are going into this playoffs this year, and they're not playing their best ball. And one of those quarterbacks, we'll get to the other one later on, but one of those quarterbacks are in the AFC, and it's Mac Jones. So I just don't think he can get us over the hump. Ethan, I've said all year, since the beginning of the year, since we decided to go with him over Cam Newton, I don't believe Mac Jones has what it takes to push us over the edge to get a win. And I think it's the same thing. I think he, he proves me right, honestly, and sadly. I think he proves me right on Saturday. I have the Buffalo Bills winning, not by much, 23 to 17. 23-17. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'll challenge you a little bit, bro, because, you know, Damian Harris has he's had, he's had a super solid year, a great year. You know, the, the run game, New England's run game has kind of been their saving grace, right, um, mm-hmm. throughout, mo- throughout, Definitely has. throughout most of the season. Um, do, you, do you think that at the very least – could probably give them a little bit of hope to maybe steal this one at Buffalo? I mean, there's hope. There's hope in every game, man. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a Patriots fan. I'm hoping. I'm praying. I'm, I'm doing backflips, crossing my legs, my toes, and my knees, hoping 
that we actually win the game. But, but it's going to be a tough job. I mean, to, to keep Josh Allen bottled down enough for our defense. We, in order for us to seriously contend, I'll just give you the, the formula. I'll just go ahead and reveal to you, Ethan, the Krabby Pabby formula for this game for us to actually be successful. We need to hold Josh Allen under 20 points, and we need Mac Jones to put up 20 points, more than 20 points. Can we hold Mac Jones? I mean, can we hold Josh Allen under 20 points? Maybe. I don't really think so. Bigger question. Can Mac Jones actually score over 20 points? Nah. Definitely don't think so. So I have the Buffalo Bills, Bills coming. Um, hopefully the win conditions are just as bad. That will definitely go into our favor because, you know, the last game and the only game we beat Buffalo um, this year was because of the weather conditions. But unless there's a freaking blizzard coming to Buffalo this weekend, I'm going to pick the Bills. Hey, man, I'm right there with you. I got the Bills 26-13. Okay. But honestly, I'm like you. I want to see Damian Harris do something. I want to see the Patriots' explosive running game come through. But it's going to be tough. So let's get into the next game, man. We got the Raiders and the Bengals. Uh, this was an interesting matchup. Um, you know, the, the Raiders have literally had any and everything possible, anything and everything possible that could, like, derail a team <laughs> in a given season. I'm talking from the coach. To, to someone in your secondary, to your star wide receiver, literally everything. And, and, and maybe it's just kind of like the aura of them being in Vegas, and, and, and we all kind of knew <laughs> with the Raiders <laughs> going to Vegas how wild things could possibly get. But they're on the road, Cincinnati. Cincinnati's got Burrow, who's just been flat out amazing for them, especially in the latter part of the season. I mean, what's your take on this game, bro? Oh, this – Ethan, that is so now we get we're getting into the great games, the good games, the games that honestly is splitting hairs when it comes to picks. But I'm going to go, and you're gonna see kind of a reoccurring theme. I'm gonna go with the team with the better defense and also the better defender. Mm-hmm. And and that's gonna be the Las Vegas Raiders. And I know there's a lot of people out there listening like you gotta be crazy. Have you not been Watching the Bengals, you just said a few takes ago, how's about being hot? The Bengals are probably one of the hottest teams coming into the playoffs. But let me mind, remind you guys of a person by name of Max Crosby, who's leading the NFL in pressure, quarterback pressures this year. The man has a motor. It's like the Energizer Bunny. Just keep going and going, just bang, bang, bang. That's Max Crosby. Every single play. The Bengals think they're going to line up and throw that ball over 40-plus times, Ethan. They got another thing coming. And they're going to be putting Joe Burrow in a lot of danger because Max Crosby and the rest of their Raiders defense, they're going to be coming after him all day. Um, This game is going to come down to Derek Carr proving to us that he can actually put up points and perform on a high stage, because as longer he goes out and he actually perform at a high level, of course you got Josh Jacobs there still. You got Dan Waller who's back, pretty healthy. They can man, and of course I can't forget Hunter 
went from, I mean, shout out to him for my fantasy league that I actually won, the one league that I actually won. Um, so I had the Las Vegas Raiders, Ethan. It's going to be a nice game. I love the game to watch. I have it being 31-27 Las Vegas. Got you. For me, man, I'm going to go with the Bengals. It's hard for me to bet against Burrow right now, bro. I got Cincinnati 26-19. Um, part of me even believes it might be 26-23 uh, based, on, based, on, uh, based on your take. I mean, it might come down to a game when a field goal uh, from either team, really. But I believe, yeah. I believe Burrow's going to make something happen. I, I've been a huge fan of that offense, bro. Almost making me somewhat of a fair-weather Bengals fan. But at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, I, I, think, I think this is where, this is where Joe Burrow's like, look, I have my adversity com- coming off the injury. You know, we got through mm-hmm. the season. I think we're going to make it happen. So I got, I got Cincy, man, 26-19, especially at the crib, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, uh, and, and just real quick, shout-out to the Raiders. Interim coach, I apologize. Honestly, just being transparent, not having the full man's name, you know, to pronounce. But the job that he's done there in Las Vegas can't go unnoticed. No, I mean, like you said, the the owner, the honestly, the aura of Oakland because they lost John Madden. Rest in peace, John Madden, man. Yeah. The, the literally, when you think of a legend, you have to think of like man. Um, and what it means to leave a legacy. John Madden, they, you know, the tragedy uh, with, with the wide receiver, the star wide receiver, they had a player bring a gun into the locker room. I mean, it's it, adversity after adversity, thing after thing, inconvenience after inconvenience, and he still got his team to perform on Sunday after Sunday and got him into the playoffs. They beat the Chargers. Which you talk about Joe Burrow, a lot of people, you know, some people will say they take Justin Herbert over Joe Burrow. And they were able to win that game um, and put themselves in this position. So just shout out to the Raiders, man, and their coaching yeah. staff, what's left of it, um, and, and how they're, they're actually representing their organization right now. No, John, John Madden will be proud. John Madden will definitely be proud. Rest in peace to John Madden, by the way. Um, and, yeah, man, we'll definitely see. But let's get into the NFC. Philadelphia, Tampa. What you got, Terry? Let me keep it short and simple. Yeah. I got the Buccaneers winning 34 to 17, maybe even 13, because they're the Buccaneers. Just simple as that. And they're going against the Eagles. And Jalen uh, uh, Hurts, the Eagles had a nice little stretch, but they're just, they're not ready. They're not ready for this Bucks team. If they were playing Dallas, okay, maybe we can make a case. But I don't think the Eagles have a shot. I don't think they have a long shot. I got the Bucks winning this one big um, and, and kind of scaring some folks for the first week of the wild card and thinking that they're a real contender. Yeah, so yeah, I got the Bucks winning this one. Yeah, me too, bro. Right there with you. I got them 28 to 10. Um, keep in mind, they'll probably be like twenty-eight to three, latter part of the fourth. <laughs> maybe, maybe the <laughs> Eagles, maybe the Eagles uh, sneak in a touchdown <laughs> to try to try to have a little bit bit of dignity. <laughs> um, but uh, but tw- twenty-eight to ten, bro, from my side, Tampa Bay getting the dub. Uh, let's get into the next game on the docket in the NFC, bro. This one is definitely must-see TV. San Fran, Dallas, classic NFC showdown. To open up wild card weekend. Who you got, man? Oh man. 
a big part of me wants to go with San Francisco just because I've been watching Debo Samuels the past four weeks, and the man, uh, he, he doesn't even seem like a man. And he de- he defines and carried the name Debo very well <laughs> because he pretty much bullies everyone on the field, and the man plays on offense, not defense. I, I've never seen someone bully defenders like he does. Uh, but with all that being said, and, and well-deserved praise for Debo Samuels, this Cowboys team is real, Ethan. I hear to tell people, I, this Cowboys team is real, and what makes them real is that spectacular defense led by Mike Parsons in the back there. I mean, that that defense, they have the best defense in the league, Ethan. Yeah. They're the team, and, you know, normally we all look at when it comes to playoffs, who, what's that team with the best defense? Because, no, you know, the old, the old adage, defense wins championships. They have the best defense in the league. As much as I want to pick San Francisco, I have to also remember that they do have Jimmy Garoppolo, who almost lost the game by himself on last Sunday. Uh, <laughs> you know, shout out. Um, to his coach and staff, Mike Shanahan and them boys, who actually taking the ball out of his hand, putting it in Debo's hand, who he actually threw for a touchdown. Uh, Why? Why Jimmy Garoppolo threw for two interceptions? So I, I just, I just don't see Jimmy being good enough, especially for this Cowboys defense. Of course, Debo is going to be Debo, but I don't see himself Deboing um, the San Francisco 49ers into the next round of playoffs. I have Dallas winning. I do have it being a pretty close game to start off, but I think down the stretch, um, that Dallas offense is just, you know, kind of pull away at the end. I'm going to say 27 to 14 Dallas. Terry, uh, we almost had an identical prediction there. I said Dallas 27 <laughs> Uh So, yeah, man, Dallas, like you said, man, best defense in the league. You know, Dak, he's, he's, he's on the mission. Um, I mean, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to pick against them right now, bro. And, and even what you said with San Fran, I mean, Debo Debo's been showing out. Debo's definitely yes. been showing out, and, and honestly, he's he's virtually been carrying that offense. Um, Literally. Yeah. So so no, nah, I mean, I mean, this guy, you know, much like a Cordell Patterson, as you saw, like you know, a guy that can virtually play anywhere on the field at any given time, including quarterback, <laughs> as you just <laughs> mentioned. So uh, I'm definitely I'm definitely rolling with Dallas. Um, Getting to the next game, Arizona Cardinals, L.A. Rams. Ooh. Yo, division, division rivalry right here. Who you got? I wish when you set the matchup, I wish we had, you know, we can do with sound effects with all the fireworks and stuff like that. Because <laughs> this game right here, folks, could literally, if it was possible, be the freaking Super Bowl. Like, this is going to be the guest, best game of the week. I hate to have it on Monday. Tony, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I'm definitely going to be home. Oh, but wait. Monday is MLK Day, Ethan. So I have the entire day off to prepare for the game. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be a great game. Um, love the game to watch on MLK Day because um, you got Kyler Murray, a black quarterback, yep. who's going against Matthew Stafford, who I mentioned earlier about quarterbacks coming into this playoff on the bad stretch, I, I don't know what Matthew Stafford's been doing. I mean, he's pretty much targeting opposing defenders at this point. Um, <laughs> when it comes to the last four weeks, 
he's thrown two plus interceptions in three of the last four games. Um, and two of those games, he's thrown three interceptions even. So it, you really just don't want to go in the playoffs like that, especially when you got to play a guy named Kyler Murray, who's uh, probably the most electrifying quarterback since Lamar Jackson went down. The plays that he makes both with his legs and his arm, you know, people thought, he, you know, that little arm he has, you know, is like 5'9", but he has a rocket. I have the Cardinals upsetting the super team that is the Los Angeles Rams, who mine went to pick up Von Miller, Matthew Stafford, Odell Beckham Jr., and I'm pretty sure I'm probably missing like two other people. But yet, it's not enough. I have the Cardinals coming off top. This is going to be a lovely shootout, folks. Get your popcorn, grab your snacky snacks, um, your yogurt if you're my daughter, and get ready to watch the game. But I have it being a shootout. I'm going to say E, 38 to 35. Cardinals win by a field goal. And I also feel like it's going to go in an extra time as well. So I'm going to say it's going to be an overtime. Man, lovely prediction, bro. I mean, I echo everything you said. Arizona 31, L.A. Rams 27. Um, I do feel I do feel like, and I guess based on your score line, we, we, we might echo some similar sentiment by Matthew Stafford. I feel like he's going to get it together this game. Um, true veteran quarterback, right? Like they brought you here for a reason. So they're not going to go down without a fight for sure. Um, it might even be one of those uh, situations, man, where you have just a game-winning drive by Murray, and then they just cap it off. It's over. Then they move on to the next round. So I'm exactly. Gonna, so I'm I'm, I'm rolling with Arizona, bro. Thirty-one to twenty-seven. And this shows just my high praise for Kyler Murray because we do realize, Ethan, we're talking about this guy playing against Jalen Ramsey, Von Miller, Aaron Donald. All on the same defense this Sunday. And we're still picking the Cardinals to actually win it. Still. Still. Well, man, yo, that wraps up our wild card predictions, man. Uh, I mean, this I mean, this episode, we knew it was going to be pretty, I guess you could say, uh, prediction heavy, uh, analysis heavy uh, going into uh, NFL wild card weekend. Almost hate to even get into, like, basketball, man, but we can always – Save that for next week, man. Like like I said earlier in the show, it's late where you are. It's getting late where I'm at. <laughs> uh, and there's a lot of information for our fans to uh, to sit with, especially, you know, if they're trying to utilize these predictions for whatever endeavors they choose. <laughs> so yeah, we're not going to imply or, you know, push an edge you guys to use it for those endeavors. But, I mean, that's why we give the information. That's why we give the information, man. Don't, they say don't don't shoot the messenger, bro. <laughs> and, that's, <laughs> and that's why we're here, man. But Terry, man, before we get out of here, man, you got any, any, anything else, man? Anything you want to uh, just shout out? Um, he, again, I, and I, I'm gonna reiterate because it is amazing. Shout out to the Raiders staff for just just pulling things through um, this year. And last but not least, definitely not least, shout out to the Jacksonville Jaguars, man. You love an upset. But you love an upset that has such a huge consequence to knock out a team out of the playoffs when you, you only had two wins the entire time. So shout out to the Jacksonville Jaguars. A lot of people were cheering for them, including myself. 
Carson Wentz, and I didn't want to see him in the playoffs. So, yeah, shout-out to Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, and shout-out to Jonathan Taylor, man, on a fantastic season. Uh, yes. It's a, shame, it's a shame he couldn't continue that, but I don't know, man. You got another season ahead of you next year. But, uh, but hey, man, other than that, Terry, man, it's been a pleasure as always. This has been Episode 64 of the Ethan and Terry Show, podcast dedicated to covering and tackling the latest in sports and entertainment. Oh, actually, sorry, Terry, we got to bring this up. I mean, oh. I mean, you, you hate you hate to even you hate the thought of this or the reality of it. But University of Georgia national champs, uh, fi- finally, finally, uh, finally, after uh, many years of devastation of just getting it handed to them by the University of Alabama, your beloved Crimson Tide, they finally uh, captured a national championship. Oh, got it. Got to acknowledge it, Terry. Got to acknowledge uh, uh, it. I'm right now, you can't see me eating in the fans at home listening. You can't see me, but I'm pressing my life alert button because I've fallen <laughs> and I can't get up. <laughs> oh, man. I, 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 I'm still getting up, E. I'm still trying to get up after that one. Hey, hey shout out to our LB Colin folks, man. Also a friend of the show and apparently diehard. Georgia Bulldogs fan. <laughs> he's got this. He's got this over you, bro. Until August, man, when the season gets back going again, man. But he does. But all. But all in all, man. Yet another another school out of the SEC capturing the national championship. Georgia Bulldogs. Shout out to them. Congratulations. Finally, been a long time coming. But on that note, Terry, we can end it, man. It's been episode sixty-four. Terry, I appreciate you, man. And yo, we got to tune into some great football this weekend, man. I'm excited. I'm excited too. E. Can't wait for the results. Can't wait, man. All right, Terry, I'm going to holler at you, bro. All right, bro. All right, bro.